Peace, and welcome to the Tailored Healing Collective Podcast. This is a space for, but never limited to, people of color. We're discussing sacred plant medicine, pregnancy, parenthood, and more. You know, there's such a stigma on who can open the floor for conversation on these topics that are viewed as taboo or even inappropriate. This fact alone has made so many become fearful of the very thing that could help us rebuild families, create our own businesses, and most importantly, trust our role in this world as future ancestors. So wherever you are, take a cleansing breath and do your best to listen with an open mind, heart, and spirit, and let love lead the way. I'm your host, Taylor. Peace and welcome again to the Tailored Healing Collective podcast. I was going to start off today apologizing if you hear my newborn eating in the background, but then I thought, why am I apologizing? I'm just projecting the fear that what I'm doing is not natural or normal or should be edited out and somehow from my podcast. Plus, she'll fall asleep soon anyway. But welcome again. So today's episode is about connecting with the divine and I didn't think that this podcast was going to get too spiritual because I was focusing a lot on advocacy and you know reaching out with other parents um, just discussing plant medicine but I think you kind of have to put spirituality into a lot of these conversations because it is a big reason and a big connector between this world and the spiritual world one that I believe all of us in some way are trying to get back to whether you practice anything or you don't spirituality is more than crystals and yoga and reiki and tarot cards it is literally our souls outside of this flesh form that we present ourselves in every day we crave to go back to spirit um, and the way that our brains are functioned we are programmed to be more digital being these days we are used to operating in a certain structure um, conforming to what the general public believes says and does most of the time so when we go back to things like cannabis mushrooms natural diets doing pilates yoga um using natural remedies for things rather than using pills Uh, it's because it's how we are remembering how the world once was our bodies have genetic codes but our spirits are still very much alive it's Not as though we're just walking around in the day-to-day like, oh, I'm just in my fancy meat suit, you know, meant to be here, find my true love, find my career, and then die. We're here to play with this projection that is Earth right now. Um, Learn, compare, and contrast. See how things feel. Learn experience. Learn emotions. There's so many. And using a lot of these practices is how we are getting called back to spirit. In all of this, we are learning more to trust our bodies, our wisdom, connecting with Earth's natural resources that are provided for us, rather than finding the quick fixes that modern society has put in place for us. I won't lie, I love a good convenience. (laughs) I love the fact that I can pull out my phone, you know, and seek entertainment when I need to. But at the same time, I have also equally enjoyed going out into nature and letting that be my entertainment. One is designed to pull me away from the real world, creating this fantasy. That's why you see like these Oculus uh, items going, you know, on the market and people want to experience virtual reality because it's more fun to play in a world outside of your own because you don't think you can naturally have that. So our body is seeking and looking for different ways to achieve that. And a lot of it is through our phones, even through podcasts. I'm not going to sugarcoat it because it is part of it. And 
we're not meant to just experience one thing. I don't think technology would have been created if everything was meant to stay the same. But also a lot of the world's natural resources, you know, that we have been privy to, we've stopped using because it's inconvenient for us to take the time to sit down and learn something, to use our hands, to use our minds. We want something else or someone else to do the work for us. And it kind of takes the fun out of life. You know, we're, we're looking for these constant and quick solutions to things. And rather than saying, hmm, let me pick up a book or let me go out into nature and see myself or let me see if I can create something outside of what this system has to offer, we start operating differently and we lose that connection with source. We want to have a balance with both. And also, remember, everything that I say on here is opinion. You know, there are a million opinions in the world. Mine is not the only one. It's not the correct one. This is just just what I'm choosing to share on this podcast. So all the world's greatest empires had to build and fall just to rebuild again. So in losing ourselves to a conformed society and going through this next great awakening that you see so many people have go, been going through, especially during COVID times, people are helping to restore balance back to the world. You know, it's not just everybody all of a sudden getting the same hobby. <laughs> we're seeing how these connections are helping us move forward in life. And we can remember who we were, even in a past life, or who we are and who we want to become naturally without, you know, the algorithm setting up who we think we should be. It puts us that much closer in touch with what we're supposed to do here in life. I just thought of an interesting analogy. I don't know that it'll make sense when I say it, but I'll try it out loud. So if you've ever seen the Disney Pixar movie Soul, um, it was really good. It did get some controversy, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, and one of the main points of the movie was the main character, his name was Joe, he was looking for his spark. And he thought his spark and his purpose were the same thing. He loved music and thought music was his purpose. It was supposed what his point in life was being. But him enjoying music and enjoying the little things in life was his purpose. And I think that realizing that through a death experience, which is literally what he went through, he died in the movie and just became a wandering soul, helping another soul figure out what the point and meaning to life was so in that i think about all the times that i've sat with any kind of plant medicine or fungi or any time that i've gotten back into yoga um when i've learned about eastern practices especially my sound healing i wonder is my purpose here to heal people or is it to enjoy the process of constant death and rebirth i've seen a few people on social media posting about that these days and it touches my heart so much because I constantly go through death and rebirth we all do you know having another child was definitely like a live action death process for me and then a rebirth you know I was definitely a portal watching another soul come through into what is life it's very trippy to think about but it's also pretty cool because you know we put these not just limitations but these ideas on what life is supposed to be and what our children are going to be and what they're going to do and they're really here to experience they're here to teach us but they're here to experience just like us and i think when we focus on that focus on the experience of life and all it has to offer we get a lot more out of our time here 
The same way that in formal school you have many teachers, there are many different ways to connect with different versions of yourself or the one that you would like to achieve in this lifetime. And utilizing our minds and our bodies during this process helps to awaken that chi, the energy. There are many names for it, but I'll just go with energy for now for people who don't know um, a lot of these other terms that they have for them. And when we use our bodies and minds, we achieve what we think in this society that it, things that are superhuman almost you know we see somebody levitate and obviously these are things that are very taboo but if you look into the history of things like that we're like oh my gosh how could they possibly do that you know how how could they achieve that and it's because they're so tapped in and tuned in with the divine and with their mind and when i say the divine i'm not just talking about whatever your idea of god or of source is but you're tuned in to a point where you see your role and yourself in the universe. So cannabis has taught me that the mind operates in both light and dark and remembering balance. Um, you know, if I was talking about it in just a recreational way, it's like, yeah, smoke, giggle, get things done. But it reminds me to keep that childlike spirit and innocence about me, at least smoking or consuming certain strains. It reminds me that you know, I'm here to enjoy this life. I also have to remember to act like a child and rest. Uh, right before I started recording, I, for the past couple weeks since my newborn came home, on the days I put my toddler down for a nap, I have had to fight him. When I say he turns into a different person, like I feel like a little demon took over his body. Um, it, it has been difficult, but then I see both my kids, how easily they fall asleep. I'm like, man, I wish I could nap like a child. They nap so good and sometimes they don't need long naps and sometimes they do but they know how to rest us as adults and humans we don't really know how to rest anymore this is why we're practicing all these things mindfulness meditation yoga all of these things because we don't know how to rest anymore this world has made us so anxious and so full of anxiety and fear most times like like I have to achieve this career and I have to get this done and I have to be this person I have to heal all my wounds like slow down you have time because time is an illusion it doesn't really exist you know anything that you want to do in life it doesn't have a timeline on it you can say yeah i want to achieve this goal by such and such and that very well may happen but what is the time the time is in the doing the creating the the fears the crying the scared feelings like will i accomplish this is this going to happen for me all of those emotions form create what your life is and what your experience is mushrooms and being my teacher they have taught me to stay in touch with my emotions and move through life in waves so the first time i sat with mushrooms i believe i talked about before i was young i was in college and it was a different experience because i was around a lot of other kids and you know we were just being stupid laying around listening to music um living life but when i got a little older and sat with them again it all felt like such an emotional experience and i'm a water sign so like i'm a natural crier all the time because i feel everything so much all the time i wish i did not feel it that much all the time and sitting with them i don't know i would i would feel very heightened states of happiness 
and then sometimes I would get a little sad and then I would realize how connected everything was and how we're all here to learn how to love each other be better to each other but things get in the way that contrast that whether it's anger and you kind of see what's worth holding on to and what's not sometimes you know you have hallucinogenic effects but I will say at least in my experience that is one of the medicines that we have here on earth that reminds us of our heart space and how we have to hold on to that it's literally the center of our bodies it is where we not only learn to love others but we learn to love ourselves we see our worth and the conditioning that we are put up against where we think that we don't have any so that for that we have to prove ourselves in some way whether that be to the world or to a particular person another teacher i've had dmt uh dmt has shown me so much it's quite crazy and what's in dmt dimethyltryptamine i believe comes from the main component of ayahuasca which is another very strong plant medicine and dmt has shown me that we can connect to divine source for lifetimes and we can experience many lifetimes within 45 minutes <laughs> anybody who has tried it before will know that and i will say this i won't call it a disclaimer i'll just say something i'm saying just a little fact for people who have not consumed psychedelics or plant medicine you it's one of those things where you only know if you know in my belief a lot of people who consume these don't do it because they're trying to escape from this world we live in some people are because that becomes the abuse of it um but some people just really enjoy <laughs> my daughter <laughs> a lot of people enjoy experiencing that life is more than just one version of reality that there are many different ways that we can grow many ways that we can exist many people we can meet among this lifetime that will show us ourselves show us other versions of ourselves show us different ways to be show us different ways that the earth is here and to a lot of people that'll seem very crazy like why would you want to do that but then you think about things like the virtual reality stuff that's going on right now it's the same thing you're leaving your mind to go somewhere else that either is creating a more enjoyable experience for you or you're using your understanding that we exist across many different times and spaces and that there is no one way to be there's no one story there's multiple things happening all at once the list goes on and on there's so many and i believe our ancestors knew a lot more about what what's going on now um and those psychedelics are man-made they come from the source which is things that are naturally coming out of the earth things that they worked with they knew all these lessons we just have to relearn them they knew somewhere along the line we'd all get lost so that's why this medicine is still continued to grow in many places why many places outside of western society use them regularly i believe they know in some places of the world like the west like america for example that we were going to forget how to love each other we were going to forget how to stand in community and take care of each other they knew there would be contrast in the world and the people who are offered the privilege and the experience to use these medicines and come back here are the ones who are meant to help change the world and help change it for our children change it for the people around us we know that we're not supposed to be killing each other and hating each other and not loving each other and i don't want to get too preachy even though that seems like what a podcast is these days 
But I do want to say that as someone who has, like many people, experienced childhood trauma, who has been hurt, who is an adult trying to find their way, the same way I said at the beginning, there, there's balance in both things. I think we are owed a little escapism in life, but not so far where we deny our natural sources, the things that overall our ancestors left for us. That's the best way I can put it. They left us these gifts. And you see society now wanting to put a price tag on it or you know, make it a cultural thing where it's only acceptable for some people to use. And they knew that it was going to be there for everyone, but like I was talking about with the empire, there has to be the rise and fall. There has to be the colonization in order for there to be the freedom, you know, and it's still going on and it's a, it's a constant cycle. What an interesting time it is that those psychedelics are man-made. They are essentially showing how the mind can be altered into behaving one way over the other and not necessarily in a destructive way, but in a manner that can shift perspective. So the people who created them understood that this wisdom came from the indigenous people who utilized the earth um, and they used it to their advantage. And I'm sure at some point they even saw the structure of the way these families and communities were. They thrived, everyone was fed, in times of trouble they stuck together. But then, you know, in came colonized people, or people who were colonizers, I'm sorry. Um, and they tore these indigenous people apart from their ways. They stole these medicines, studied them, remade them. They were studied by the government in the United States. They were used on pregnant women and people of color. They were being mixed with far more dangerous drugs and being fed back into the communities and then labeling them um, drug-filled areas. Meanwhile, you know, you have rock stars, eccentrics, and many more spreading the good news and why, you know, how these medicines have changed their life. And when I'm referring to these, I talk about, you know, the stereotypical hippie bands you see when you go into your favorite smoke shop, like the Grateful Dead, Pink Floyd, you know, all the brands you see. Um, but the war against people of color is still going on. And I hate to even say that it's a war. I think it's just another thing in life to show us contrast. You know, we have to bring these things to light in order to see, like, we're all supposed to be connected. And I know some people will take that as, oh, I'm not trying to be kumbaya with everybody. And it's not the point. But I think when we all are on the same track and the same goal as to what we're here to do in life there could be more balance um but there is no balance restored when we still see a cultural divide in the way things are presented things that we're trying to put a price tag on things we're trying to say um hey this can only go in specific areas of the world and certain stores where only certain people can afford them or know about them and we're not going to educate the other half on them so they think that you know this is <sighs> there, there's so much to it i could go on and on all day about this um but overall to see this renaissance happening right now to see things shifting in another direction and then even myself deciding to become a content creator who is I don't even want to necessarily say calling out these things but just bringing them to light to shed information and say hey 
this is what I learned using these medicines. How about we go into the community and re-educate people on how they were used? Then we don't just take a look at our traumas, but we figure out how we can best heal people with the knowledge that we learn when we sit in ceremony with these plants, with these entheogens, with um, with yoga, with dance. Like, why are we doing these? Let's educate ourselves on why the Western world is just now coming back into these things. Why after we see that it doesn't work to necessarily force everybody into the same kind of society. It just doesn't work. It puts us farther away from each other. It has us projecting and pointing the finger at each other saying it's your fault that this is happening to me and this is your fault. We're not taking ownership or accountability. And some things we can't take ownership or accountability over. Some things have been out of our hands, but what is in our hands is the ability to take our power back, to restore that balance by saying okay you were taught this but did you know about this history and now that you know how are you going to utilize it going forward into the world there's a serious very serious undertone to it but then also let's remember there's a playful one to it too you know how earlier i was talking about you know my kids and one of them uh my toddler who i'm fighting right now and remembering to take those deep states of rest Remembering that energy is held into each and every part of our body. And I learned a lot of this in Reiki and through other practices that I've done. But our energy is stored in our body. So when you get angry, you get tense, your body gets stressed, it's cramped, you start experiencing sicknesses. You know, you may get into a fight with someone. When you're calm and when you're relaxed, you're more flexible, you're more open. And a lot of that also plays in with manifestation. I think I've realized on a lot of uh, trips that I've had that I'm a really good manifester and I act like I'm not. It's like that in between, you know, I say, oh, I'm not really getting anything I want. I'm so unsatisfied with the life that I have right now. But then I remember, you know, during times I've sat with mushrooms, I'm like, wow, life is so beautiful. Look at everything I've been offered. Look at everything that's been put on my plate in front of me. Look at all of these opportunities I have. And it's not necessarily that you need anything else to help you realize it, but again, treat it as a teacher. These are the things that I'm learning from, the same way we learn from experience, the same way that we learn from the people around us, from the contrast that happens in our life. When we fall out with people, we have arguments, we choose not to be friends with people anymore, when we realize our families have hurt us. These are all events that are happening to show us this is what life is. It's a little bit of this and it's a little bit of that. You can choose what you want to experience. I don't know why we seem to forget these things, um, but I will say with pharmaceuticals, at least, and this is again, just an opinion, because we're so used to that instant gratification, that quick fix to things, we'll always think something is wrong. We'll always think that um, there's this fight or flight that needs to pop up with every decision that we make. We don't trust ourselves. We don't believe that we hold the power to our own healing. Even in someone who owns, you know, seven sound bowls and all this equipment, it's not necessary for me to connect with other people. I mean, at this day and age, you could say, yeah, but then you could go to another country where you see people literally just sitting in a circle, talking, having conversation, healthy debate. Whereas here, it's like, no, you need to buy this fancy equipment and this fancy equipment and make sure that, you know, the algorithm is dropping all your content, you're getting enough engagement. Trust me, in the Western world, I get that when it comes to how am I going to take care of my kids and I need to make this money in X, Y, and Z. 
But when I take that out and talk about tapping in with the divine and tapping in with spirit, spirit knows I can have anything I want to in this life. Spirit knows I've already achieved this lifetimes before. Spirit knows, okay, you've done this. You're able. You have everything you need inside of you. Just go after it. That separation, that disconnect from body, a lot from body, a lot from mind, um, a lot from heart keeps us separate from source. And we want them all to kind of mesh together to know we need each and every part of you in order to use this experience to our advantage in life. That's not to say we will never experience sadness or heartbreak or injury or anything like that. It is our response to the world. There's always a different way that we can respond. Connecting with the divine to me is realizing that you are source energy. From the breath that you take to, you know, the stretch of your limbs to the sounds that you hear to what you consume, whether that be in the media or the food you eat. All of these powers that we look at as superhuman reside within ourselves and within our own bodies. It is that disconnect that comes in where there is no balance where we think that we need to do all these things in order to become this perfect being that is leading this perfect life and i can say this personally that i've fallen trapped to this you know especially on social media i'll see someone with the perfect neutral background and wide open windows and then playing these beautiful white sound bowls you know with these chimes and saying just relax life is easy and the contrast part of me wants to say oh she looks so perfect that you i can't afford that i'll never get the time to sit down and do that and i can't do that and then the logical part of me or the more i won't even say logical the part that is more tapped into spirit is saying i love the way that sounds let me just sit here and rest and watch this how beautiful that someone is offering this to me for free to help me relax a little bit even though i'm here at work or figuring out how to provide i want to do something like that and provide that same kind of healing for someone else you see the difference in the two and again i fall prey to this and i'm sure so many do every day we see other people leading what they think are these perfect lives and they're really not you know i think i've also had people have the misconception about me before that because I'm so comfortable, you know, putting myself out there on a podcast, and I'm not the only one, there's very many people who speak on a podcast. But um, because I speak about these things that I never get scared, I never get paranoid, um, I never second guess myself, and I do every day. But it's a constant reminder, again, of the contrast and balance. You could think like this, and if you do, don't be surprised when these events pop up, because this is the energy that you attracted into the situation. And that doesn't apply to every single thing, but if I'm always fearful and never put my voice out there, who knows what could happen? Probably nothing. My wildest dreams won't happen. I will never touch anybody. I will never be able to help them. I'll just still be the person looking at other people on social media saying, wow, I wish I could do that. Not even remembering. There's a whole other side of the world where nobody has a phone in their hand and they're still leading sound bath classes. They're still teaching people how to grow their own food. You know, they're still teaching people breath work. We're not putting a price tag. And I know I said this before. I repeat myself a lot. They're not putting a price tag on what it is to constantly work on yourself. 
to help yourself remember this is who I was before I came into this life and these are the things that I need to realize about myself in order to experience in order to learn in order to grow in order to not even just be a better person but experience a different level of life and what it could be like You know, when you think about those commercials from like the 80s and 90s about, you know, this is your brain on drugs and they'll show like a cracked egg. Sometimes I really wonder, like I get so deep and I'm not being deep. I'm being like funny deep. I'm like, you see the cracked egg, but which came first, the chicken or the egg? I'm not thinking about them saying that a cracked egg means you're crazy. I think they're talking about something completely different, but... I don't know where these ideas come from, and I made a an Instagram reel about this earlier. I was making an Instagram reel about this earlier. I'm not sure where these misconceptions come from, that if you use what the earth has naturally laid out before us, that you're a crazy person or that something bad is going to happen to you. Whoever started that, whether it be before the war on drugs, during colonization, whatever it was, like who thought I'm going to make these people believe that everything that they've known, everything that has been in their communities for thousands and thousands of years is actually going to hurt them. And in fact, we're going to criminalize them for it. We're going to make them think they're crazy. And then wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. We're going to resell it to the elite because we do realize it makes you smarter. It helps advance communities. It helps restore natural emotion back into a person's body and not let them fight it all the time. And we're gonna put this giant price tag on it and sell it everywhere. I don't understand how that happened. That's the contrast. The good part is that we can speak out about it. We can correct these things that have been done. We can show people, okay, we're all coming back now. So instead of cutting one person off from joining the party, let everybody join the party. Let everybody get back to seeing that the world and the earth should be someplace we enjoy and we take care of rather than destroying and fighting each other all at once. I didn't expect this podcast to be this long today because I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I say a little bit too much and then I want to say sometimes I don't say enough. My playing in life is learning that it's okay to use my voice. I believe when I was younger, I was really, really quiet because I didn't think it was okay to express myself. I thought there was something shameful in that. And the childlike part of me now was learning to release that and learn it's okay to have fun. It's okay to tell your truth. It's okay to make a joke. You know, doing these things does not make you more or less of a person. It makes you everything that you are, which is a multifaceted, multidimensional being who's here to share their experience with the world, connect with others, and see that life is somewhere to not just fear, but also learn to enjoy, to take risks, to learn that anything that you want is right at your fingertips. It is not as far away from you as you think it is. That time and money are just an illusion to make you think that whatever it is that you want or need in life cannot be provided for. You have to think outside of the box with a lot of these ideas because society will tell you that you need to work for someone else, conform to their ideas, in order to think that anything you want in life cannot be achieved. Why would we do that to everyone? 
why would we put people in a box and then free everybody else that doesn't it doesn't ever sit right with me but you know when the lessons that i've learned we're going to keep seeing this this is why you know older people tell you oh there's nothing new under the sun there really isn't all all this has already been done it's just working with these cycles knowing that when we have our down periods and our quiet time that's meant for rest not giving up spring is for starting anew planting new seeds summer is watching the fruition of them and them grow uh you know fall is for replanting getting ready to restore you know sometimes also watching things fall away and get ready for a new season and then you know we, again starts in a rotation and astrology shows us this you know different tarot cards show us this crystals show us this everything connects and i think the more that we pay attention to and realize it and use these natural sources to our advantage not capitalize on them culturally respect them if they are not our practices learn about them but do not disrespect where they came from or take it and try to use it as your own there, there's so many different factors into this and i will say i've come to know that plants speak to us they speak to us because they're full of life and full of energy just because they're not having a conversation with us about what was on tv last night doesn't mean they're not speaking to you when you go outside and i know a lot of people you know they make fun of ones who talk about you know i hug trees and why not there's a, a story or a book i cannot remember what it's called but it talks about the lifeline that trees have as i'm sitting here recording i'm looking at the trees outside my window right now and i live in a place where there are many of them i'm wondering like how they all connect to keep providing us with the oxygen and the energy we need you know we have power lines that are connecting us with internet that's what trees are they they're serving as these power lines to connect us with all the essential things we need in this earth in order to get by and survive the same way that you know natural herbs you know you know you have lavender for calming anxiety you have chamomile for doing the same thing you have certain roots that are good for gut health you have you have herbs that are good for congestion the world knows and understands how it works we're the ones fighting it we're the ones acting like it's better to be inside and trapped away from everything and you're speaking to someone who is a hermit crab i am a hermit but i will say my one place that in nature that belongs to me i feel like and not solely me but i mean like my spirit has been there and has rested and built a life there is by the water and as a crab you know i appreciate a foundation in the sand but also when it washes away and everything's gone i know how to rebuild again i know how to <laughs> i know how to move through these different waves shout out to anyone who has a newborn um i don't know if it's just my my specific newborn here but she makes like little grunting sounds that you probably heard throughout this entire podcast that sound like little ewok chewbacca and so funny and so cute i keep wondering like do all babies do this you always wonder but there we go questioning everything again wondering if it's natural this isn't to talk about anyone because i too have plans of writing a book um, but it's funny, we, we always want the ebook on life. I remember that trip I constantly talk about on the beach during my pregnancy. I told my husband I was going to write a book called Just Do It. And then you open it up and there's one page and it just says Just Do It. Because we always want an ebook to break things down for us paragraph by paragraph 
on how to manifest, how to achieve the perfect body or achieve the perfect meal or anything like that. And it's like a lot of these things, no one can do the exact same way and achieve the same results. That's not connecting with source. Source is knowing that you're going to do your things in your way. Some things you may be good at, some things you may not. It's about the experience. How do you feel when you cook? How do you feel when you sing? How do you feel when you're with family and you open up to people? How do you feel when you're in a career field that you really love and you're achieving everything you wanted? That's what life is. It's the experience and getting to those things, not just having them. That's just the material thing. How boring would it be if everything in life was just giving to us instantly and we can't tell you the huge story of how we made it to where we are? I know when I get to my point in life that I like to think is, you know, what I'll call the highlight of my life. And I'm sure I'll look back and call this the highlight of my life. But when I get to that point that I'm manifesting for myself, I'll look back at the times I was sitting here with pasta all over my floor breastfeeding my newborn after fighting my toddler to get to sleep for a nap like he's literally fighting me and think wow that was the best time in my life but then I'm looking at this time in the future I'm gonna say that's gonna be the best time of my life because I'll be able to afford all these things and do all these things and you know life will just be luxury and the truth is life may be a lot different than you think it is when you think of the manifestation and the things that you want I know me for example I thought and I'm still at the very beginning. I thought having two kids meant, oh, they'll just watch each other and they'll just love each other and everything will just be so perfectly balanced. Don't get me wrong. It's balanced, all right. It is definitely balanced. One echoes off of the other in my household. But it is also an extreme challenge because I have to manage two different personalities, not including myself and my husband's. I have to um, help two other people with their needs and developing a life constantly providing and worrying if I'm doing the right or the wrong thing. I'm enjoying less of life because I'm so worried about wondering if theirs is going to be perfect or not. Even thinking about, you know, their schooling in the future, I'll say I don't necessarily want to send them to a public school when they're old enough because I don't want to raise someone and I'm not saying public school is not for everyone, but I don't want to raise someone who thinks that society just operates like this. You go to school, you make these grades, you study these specific subjects, and this is how you become a productive member of society. There's so many entryways into life and the way that they could do things. They could choose to own a Fortune 500 company or they just may want to be an artist. They may be a scientist or they may want to be a wrestler. It doesn't matter as long as they're doing what brings them that happiness, what helps them achieve that balance within their bodies and you know their souls and their spirits and what they want to do with their lives. I've said a lot today, like I always do, uh, but oh, overall for this episode, I encourage you to think about when connecting with the divine, one, what is your specific practice and what do you do in order to connect with universal source in your everyday life? What is it that you do? Do you move your body? Do you use your voice? Do you use your heart in some way? Are you know you rooted in stability? Are you good at finding practical solutions? Whatever that is for you, take away the end game of what you think you want with all of that. Like whatever your end goal is, I want you to take it away, wash away, erase it from your mind. Think about what you want to feel on the way there. This is very popular. I did not make this up. When you hear about manifestation, this is what they'll tell you to focus on the feeling. 
focus on the feeling. And if you are using plant medicines or fungi, use those as tools to help you focus on the feeling of what you want. Focus on the experience. Don't focus so much on the end goal or the end game because it'll get there eventually. And then what? What do you move on to next? Enjoy the feeling of how it is right now. I know I will. I'm enjoying between getting screamed at, scratched at, trying to finish all this content making and podcasts. I'm hoping 20 years from now, or however much time it is, I can look back and say, wow, I remember when I could just sit at home with my kids all day. And I had the freedom to create the way that I wanted. It was a little bootleg. You know, I had crap everywhere. My house was a mess. You know, we were worried if we were going to be able to pay our rent or not. Not really, but, you know, that's just, you know, things we've also experienced. But I want to look back at this. I want to look back at this time and say, wow, I, I really enjoyed being able to just be back then without constantly putting the what ifs of life on myself. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode featuring my little full moon baby down here. I hope you enjoy this full moon in Sagittarius that we have today. Let it open up your heart, encourage you to expand your mind, expand your thinking. Let yourself be open to whatever life has coming for you next and remember to stay in the experience. Until next time, let love lead the way. I'm your host, Taylor. Talk to you all next time. Speak.